Hey, hello. Um, okay. <laughs> That's my job. Well, all right. Okay. Uh, hey, welcome to Dads Who Love Sports. I'm Shannon Hartley, and I'm Jeff Graytrek. Cool, cool beans. Uh, with us, we have Julius Pepperwood, star ESPN analyst, aka Jeff Roberts, our friend. Hey, our very <laughs> first guest. How does that make you feel to be our first guest? I'm special to be your first. Thanks. Very nice. I'm glad that you put the period after first. <laughs> <laughs> is this your uh, is, this, <laughs> is yeah. this your first podcast experience? Uh, this is actually my second one. What? Yeah. Get out of here. No. No, um, literally, get out of here. <laughs> get um, ah, get out. A coworker wanted to try to start up this like kind of like math theory kind of historical kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, sounds sounds tight. Sounds tight. It didn't go very far. <laughs> a podcast about math theory. Uh, a little reference, Jeff is a teacher. Are you a math teacher? I am a math teacher. Well, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. Yep. <laughs> I did not know you were a math teacher. I'm I knew math. you were a teacher. I teach math and PE. Wow, what cool. excites you about math? Uh, for teaching math? No, just math in general. Oh, it's like a puzzle. I mean, you're always trying to figure out how things work. It's a good way to explain it. To me, it's like the puzzle that I never finish and end up just chucking. (laughs) I don't have the patience for puzzles, so that's why I probably hate math. I went four years of college, graduated, and didn't during those four year span didn't have to take a single math class because I had taken um, I had taken a couple classes in high school that like counted for college credit, Mm -hmm. and so I took like calculus and trig and all that stuff. And I didn't have to take it in college. It was beautiful. I had to take a few. Beautiful. Thanks, I, Mrs. McCarthy. I had to take a few math <laughs> She's classes. She's a listener. She's a listener. <laughs> yeah. They're all listeners. <laughs> yep. I had to take just a few math courses, but I was um, I was able to switch over at the University of Oregon. Um, I could choose math courses, or I could actually do computer science courses. And I decided computer science was going to be a lot easier because they were like very beginning classes. <laughs> so they were going to be basic stuff cool. rather than doing like tougher math. Smart. So I went computer science route. Fast fact in high school, they were like, had like senior awards and they like give them one out for like math and like one for like science. I got the one for PE. So half of what you teach. Well done. And it was really good at. <laughs> Why did your school give out those awards? It's like senior awards. So it was like an outstanding student in, I mean, like, I didn't get the science one because I didn't take AP biology. Oh, okay. I know know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. For all the listeners, I still have a little bit of a cough. Yeah. This was in high school? Yeah. Yeah. I got, um, I got an award, like, during graduation. What was it? Um, I actually got, uh, Jenny and I, my, my wife and I, we both got best singer in our class awards. Nice. I only won though because I was popular <laughs> and no one else knew anyone who sang. We went to a small school. Um, but we actually had. You were up against one other guy? I was literally, no. I was literally in choir with um, a guy who like won the national thespian singing competition. So when I. <laughs> and I was in choir, like I, I was friends with him, I knew him. And then my other friend who, who I was in choir with was like touring with a band at the time. And then out of nowhere, I get this award, and I'm just so embarrassed. So I immediately, I immediately like give it to Devin, who won that that thespian national thing, because 
I did not deserve it one bit. <laughs> and it was weird. Jenny deserved it, though. She must suck to be tall and handsome. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's rough. I think it was just because my friends were choosing, and they knew I sang, and they're like, oh, Shannon sings. We'll give it to him. He's in choir. I'm going to need a test. Yeah? I'm going to need you to sing right now. <laughs> don't, don't. I told you I have a cough. I'm going to need you to do some math. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> Uh, so we forgot to, we forgot to start with this, but, uh, Jeff, we have a very important question to ask you. Yes. Are you a dad who loves sports? Dude, I am totally a dad who loves sports. What's more important? (laughs) Answer the question. Uh, more important? Yes. Can't they go hand in hand? Oh, wow. I was just playing Madden with my son today. Madden wow. with your son? It was. Wow. I'd be That's careful. double dipping. She's a listener. Absolutely. <laughs> she is. Has she ever listened to the podcast? She might now, though. She might now. She might listen to this now. She might be like, this uh, is why my, my husband left. She didn't make you. This is why my husband <laughs> this is why left, this left, left for us. Left just this is the it. evening. Just no, for the evening. Left okay? leaving. <laughs> Sorry, Taylor. Yeah. Oh, I should probably clarify that, shouldn't I? Yeah. Okay, come <laughs> tell us. We can so, cut out whatever we want. So, you married? I'm married. And you have kids. And I have two kids. Two so, beautiful kids. I have ages? a son. Uh, Charlie's six years old. Great name. Nice. Yeah. Does he bite? <laughs> no. <laughs> cool. Good question. I'm so scared for Good that follow-up. day where I have to show him that video. <laughs> and he's going to be like, I hate you. No, he's probably going to be like, what's YouTube? What's YouTube? <laughs> It'll probably like... No, it's TikTok. So fu- yeah, seriously. You guys know Jeff Weatherall from yeah. our... Yeah. Sorry, I'm throwing out names right now. <laughs> do one, I know? One are you time, asking us? One we time, obviously know him. He's going to get mad about this, but one time he asked me at, uh, when we were over for dinner if... Uh, if uh, What did he say? He said... Uh, Sorry, Jeff, in advance. Do you, do you know... Uh, do you watch the YouTube? <laughs> he uh, asked me if I watch the YouTube. Yeah. Like, are you on the internet? Right? <laughs> or, no, no, no. Are you on the online? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't believe it, but that's great. He stands by the question. Anyway, sorry oh, for yeah. interrupting you. No, you're good. It's your show. Uh, <laughs> you it's want. my show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got Charlie, who's uh, six years old, and uh, and then I have Ada, who's uh, very much a fireball, but very sweet, who's four years old. Six and four. Did uh Did you look at those chapsticks that Emma was like eating? <laughs> Dude, were the, so you do you want to recap the situation? You, were they were like, I feel like I saw one that I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad because I feel like there was like teeth marks yeah. in it. She like, we went over to like talk some, you know, fancy football stuff mm-hmm. and I brought Emma and I go in there and Ada and Emma are playing and Emma has this, like, I had just shown her last week, seriously, like chapstick and so she thought it was like, hilarious and she like, goes, but I grab one from her, like, oh my gosh and I'm like, there's just like a tooth, like through like she had just like gone <laughs> but but you and I think like she did it twice <laughs> gosh right because my wife went in there like we were talking about mm. it and Ada was really upset oh man I'm so sorry well I'll tell you why but um and then so like uh my wife went in and like started you know looking at them and found the ones that uh, she got to and um and then had to like have a conversation with Ada like we need to we need to throw these away um, which, if I was there, I would have just, you know, chopped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't do that. But, <laughs> uh, she was like, we have to throw these away. And then Ada was like, but they're from Santa! <laughs> 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 they're from Santa! Oh, gosh! 
and it was like it was oh i'm was so sorry <laughs> and um no but uh yeah so we're sorry. good Okay, in my defense, my daughter is not yet two, so I guess it's not in my defense, in her defense. It's obviously on me. I wasn't watching. That's my bad. What kind right. of parent are you, man? I'm going to go on Amazon. Letting your kid bite in the chapstick. Uh, do you think your daughter would like mentally compartmentalize the fact like if Santa gave her a replacement in February? Probably not. All right. Crayon lipstick. Let's see if they got the stuff. <clears throat> I could tell you right now, I, I got a uh, Hazel some frozen chapstick uh, <sighs> for Christmas from Santa. Mm -hmm. And if there were, if anyone messed with the with that chapstick, that's them. I think she'd have a big problem. Yeah, right. she loves her chapstick. She Santa puts it on, might not <coughs> rectify it, but Jeff is. <laughs> she puts it on every night before bed. Gosh. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. She, that girl um, loves chapstick. Yeah, I'm sorry. Is man. she a listener? Because Emma? you just Hazel? outed yourself as Santa here. Um, Emma's, not for a while. Emma's not a listener. Kelsey, Emma, I was I was here, um, and Kelsey like asked Alexa to start playing it, and I literally was like two minutes in. I was like, Alexa, stop. I was like, I don't want to listen to my own voice. I know I know what's happening. She's <laughs> like, I'm gonna listen to it. I was like. Listen to it later. <laughs> Sometimes Jenny and I will put it on if she hasn't listened to it yet and she wants to. Just like have it on in the kitchen or something. Kelsey learns a whole lot. <clears> stuff <throat> that I like forget to tell. She's about like, sports? Oh, I didn't know. Or about or, life stuff. Well, we're 10 minutes in. And like, the gambling, like the gambling stuff? Oh, yeah. When Shannon said I lost $90 on the Blazers, mm. but what he meant was I lost out on $90. Oh, <laughs> Big difference. Kelsey thought that, she's like, oh my gosh, Shannon just bet $90 on the Blazers. She got worried about Jeff, that he was... Getting down a path. Wasting money. Yeah, gosh. getting down a path. Oh, man, gambling wasting path. money. It's just not $90. That's true. All right, well, sorry, Ada, for the lip balm, but Santa's... Santa's coming back down. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you're about to go back to work, huh? I know. I've been off for two weeks, but it ended up being like 20 days because of the way the weeks work and the holiday and my weekend and stuff. So it really sucks that I have to go to work tomorrow. It really sucks that I have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> I just told Jeff to speak up. I don't think he's talking oh, a lot. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm depressed about <laughs> I'm sad about going back to work. That's a sad thing. I know. It was hard to go back to work after break as well. Actually, I did get to take a couple... I didn't really get, get to take a couple days off, but the family was pretty sick, so um, I took an extra two days off to help out, and I also had like a sore throat, so I probably wasn't good to go back in anyway. But yeah, post-holidays is rough. It is. And you had a couple <sighs> weeks off because you're a teacher. I'm a teacher. But you don't nice really get weeks. days off because you got great stuff. We're with you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know how many Saturdays I've gone in because my wife has to, you know, grade papers or cut out laminated objects from the sheets. Really? What, did, what grade does she teach? She teaches third grade. Okay. And you teach? I teach sixth grade. Sixth. You probably sixth said that earlier. So, but like third grade's like you teach everything. Sixth grade, you. Uh, yeah. It's the my job's focused. much easier. Gotcha. <laughs> it's it's much easier. Gotcha. I teach math for an hour and then I go do PE and then I repeat three times. And you like math? That sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds well, it's all applicable math. It's all math that you can actually like put into real life. It's not. It's less theory. That's true. So it's less high school math. 
That's awesome. Yeah, my third grade teacher said I wasn't going to be carrying on a calculator in my pocket for the rest of my life. Liar. Well, Mr. Hill, if you're listening, joke's on you. <laughs> How much time do you actually spend like outside of class grading papers and stuff? Um, me, not so much, because I've really... You got it honed that, in. I got, I've taught the... Well, that's one of the blessings that I've had is like I've taught the same... I've, I've been doing the same thing for six, eight years or whatever. Um, whereas some teachers, especially in the elementary, depending on um, the number of students inside that grade... They'll have to be. They'll be bumped from like second grade to third grade, and third grade to fourth grade, and mm. etc. And so, um, for me, it's like I've been doing the same thing. So I really, you know, yeah, uh, cut out all the fat. And so, um, plus algebra so, is algebra. Algebra, whatever. Algebra. You mean. Nothing, nothing. A rhombus is still a rhombus, right? <laughs> Versus writing, like if you have to read all these papers. Yeah, that's true. And elementary, like they, I mean, you got to get those kids. Their attention span is way less than mm-hmm. my. But what about course. Common Core? Did that change anything? Um. Well, see, in in middle school and sixth grade, we don't really do much. Like, it's still Common Core, but it's like every time I think people hear the word Common Core, they always are like that weird. It's math, like a new language. You know? <laughs> yeah. Of math. Um. And so in, in middle school, it's it's very much it's not really that. But then again, I was just having to teach my wife how to teach a math assignment to her third graders because certain dots were then being moved from place value to place value and you had to then demonstrate the uh, distributed property by splitting up a number between its factors and stuff like that. So Dang. it's certainly complex. <clears throat> yeah. I had a teacher in high school. I mean, we had like four different math teachers and they always switch, you know, different like semesters. But one of them, I can't remember his name. He uh, <clears throat> uh, he didn't care about showing your work. He's like, he's like for like the tests for like your homework, you had to like show your work. Um, that was kind of the thing. Homework, you show your work, but for your tests, he's like, he would literally just be walking up and down. And he's like, if you can get away with cheating, um, and not show your work, I don't care. Then Go good ahead. for you. But like, <laughs> you're not gonna be able to. So like, you know, it some of the answers. They just came to me, and so I was like, I didn't have to be like. <laughs> it just came they to just me. Came what? Me. Like you prayed about it, and the <laughs> answers just arrived. No, but like it was like when you're using a graphing calculator, and so you don't have to write out the 17 steps. You well, can that, just go. That's different than it just came to me. It came to you on a TI 64. Yeah, but whatever they're for some math or at some levels, I mean, showing your work is super important. But in this case, not. I get that for sure. But for example, I'm doing like solving algebraic equations right now, which is really important at this stage to understand not only... Let's assume we know what that is. Just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Well, it's important because eventually like those simple things like X plus 3 equals 10 Mm -hmm. turns into much more complicated equations. And so it's all about... it's, It's knowing the math and then it's also knowing how to like organize mm-hmm. right and so that's one of the hardest parts is people are like why x plus three equals ten i know it's seven why do i need to do all this it's like well eventually we get to x squared plus seven all in parentheses right, 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 right. over blah 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 and so yeah i mean you get used you, you just said you did uh calculus, calculus or something right that. so like yes so long ago i never so even long. got there man I went computer science. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like the equivalent of like 111, 112, and 211, 212, which I don't know what those are, but like they're still, at least now, they're still teaching 111 in Oregon, and that's calculus. It's like calculus and trig, and then 
something else and something else. I don't know. Did you ever take any like lotteries and lo- or lotteries and loans classes or anything like that? Yeah, can you tell us about how to win in Scratchets? Or how to read read cards. Don't, dude. Uh, That's good. That's smart. That's smart. Actually, speaking of that. Oh, that reminds me. On my way over here, I heard this story. So this guy um, at at halftime of the... (coughs) What's up? I'm going to win $22. You just won $22? I'm going to. Sports betting? Yeah. Oh, nice. Anyway... Uh, getting, I'm getting a mixer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this guy during halftime of one of the Lakers games, I think he made like a half court shot and won a yes. hundred grand. Mix. Yes. No, 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 it was a thousand in scratch. No, 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 no. This guy won a hundred thousand dollars at a Lakers game, and then oh, the next week, the Knicks guy won a thousand dollars in scratch cards. Oh yeah, yeah okay. And yeah. ended up winning like five hundred dollars. And the That's joke right. is that it's like it's the Knicks organization yeah. versus the Lakers. <laughs> versus Lakers. Hundred grand versus like five hundred and stuff. Well the bucks. funny thing is 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 the hundred grand it's like the the lottery is probably sponsoring the the New York lottery is probably sponsoring the half court shot and so if they win they give them a thousand dollars in scratches but a lot of those like half court shots is probably sponsored by toyota mm-hmm. but toyota pays like a thousand dollar insurance premium or something like that they're paying at like a tenth maybe it's like five thousand maybe five percent or something if they, they do pay, make it they pay an insurance premium and the insurance company pays the money wow so the funny thing is is like okay the lottery is putting up a thousand dollars in scratchets of unknowns where they might have to pay out more and toyota maybe who's sponsoring the lakers one is actually just paying nationwide five thousand dollars <laughs> premium and then if the shot gets hit the insurance company pays out that's so wow. funny that there's insurance for that yeah that makes it so west side did that so like for be- what before my Westside. time, which would have... Uh, when did you start? Westside Church? We all go to Westside Church. What up? <coughs> um, they had like a golf tournament, and they had a, a hole-in-one um, putt. And I think I want to say uh, it was something like it was if you've got on a par three, if you've got a hole-in-one, it was like $1,000. And they paid an insurance company $100. And it was something like uh, if it was under 1000 then they didn't need an insurance representative there like to verify that, yes, you actually got it. So they just paid a hundred bucks, but then they had this hole that if you won, it was thousand dollars. So it's that kind of thing. I want to, I want to see like a list of all the different types of insurance you can take out on things. Well, think if the Lakers did $5,000, if the Toyota's paying, you know, $5,000 each game for a, you know, hundred thousand dollar half court shot, which they're probably not doing, but if they did. Math guy, what is that? (laughs) 41 times 40. It's $210,000. It is. Yes, sir. Nice. Thanks. I think, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So they're they're paying double. They're paying $210,000 if they did it every single time. But the potential payout is $4 million? 40, 40, 4.1 million? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's crazy. What if someone hit it every single game? <laughs> they would probably cancel the policy. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks for the insurance yeah. company. Be like, we're just gonna have people on little tricycles running around the gym. Yes, yeah, so they're doing baby races. <laughs> yeah. dogs. What do they do at the uh, the M's game? The like hot dog or whatever that's like running around. Oh yeah, the the the, the mascot run. Well, they do one between every inning. So there's like the build a burger. There's also the guy chasing <clears throat> yeah, Sasquatch. What did we think about the the national championship in college football? The five hour viewing. It. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Why don't you want to talk about it? Because <laughs> I wanted LSU to lose. Oh, why? Uh, you both wanted LSU to lose then. Well, yeah, but he's, like, he, really, he really seems to have like a... <laughs> no, I just, anytime the SEC can lose, I'm pretty okay. thankful. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm actually okay with that logic, and the only reason is Clemson has kind of become a similar dynasty, and that's what I really just don't like is that there's, like, in okay. the college football playoff, there's Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma. They've all gone at least three times, and then there's a whole bunch of, like, one-offs. And so when a new team can win under the new playoff system, mm-hmm. I'm really for that. And yeah. so that's really the only reason why I was pro LSU. No, Plus sense. Joe Burrow, his story is just amazing. I'm not going to talk about it because it could take forever to look it up. He's transferred and all that stuff. And it's LSU playing in New Orleans. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It was cool. It was, it was yeah. destiny. And that's why I voted for Clemson is because there was – there was too much leading up to LSU winning. I was like, there's no way. There's too much hype. Everything's been too perfect. There's no way they're going to win it. Especially Clemson's a really good team. Yeah. And it was just destiny. Did you guys hear Coach O's uh, post-game speech? I actually memorized it. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Uh, take it easy on that cigar, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor was my wife was like the audio on um, that is so bad. <laughs> my wife was like, "Is that his real voice? Is that really how he speaks?" Could you imagine? Uh, what is it? Uh, Pharrell, the nighttime. <laughs> Those two having a conversation. Those two having a conversation. It'd be like nuts and bolts talking <laughs> to each other. Just be static. <laughs> Here's a guy who really likes. <laughs> That's really good. Thank you. That I practice. Really good. I want to I want to call in the Jim Rome show, which I hate, I hate the Jim Rome show. <laughs> like Pharrell on the bench. Hey Jim, it's Pharrell here. Uh, I gotta take. I gotta take. Uh, you're a piece of. <laughs> you're a clown. Yeah, we're all clowns. Oh man, I have Sorry to say it's, it's been a good year for football though, because it um, wasn't it like last five, six years or whatever, where it's like either Alabama or Patriots have won. Since 2013. Or, yeah. Seven years now. Yeah. And, and neither one. I know. Okay. God Man, bless great. the Tennessee Titans. <sighs> Preach. Which, I don't understand, like, how hard is it to just stop the run? That's what they did on both um Have you seen Derrick Henry? He's huge. Standing next to Mark Ingram. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it seriously also, is like Avatar. They're like giants <laughs> standing next to little city humans. <laughs> Best shade thrown all year was when uh, Ta- Tajay Sharp mm-hmm. got up yeah, and yeah. did the Mark Ingram impression. Uh-huh. Big trust. Big trust. Big trust. <laughs> whoop, whoop. In uh, the flesh. Whoop, whoop. That was so funny. <laughs> I think, you haven't I seen think that video, watch it. The, I think the NFL's gotten so accustomed to just the onslaught of pass that like when you've got a running back and an offensive line that can click and you can just shove it down their throats, mm-hmm. it's like that would not work in 2006. Like it, it wouldn't work like it's working now. He didn't, couldn't put up 1,600 yards in eight games or whatever it is that he's just put up. But now he's just a beast and they're just running it down everyone's throat. So do you think they can continue? Like, or they, is someone going to eventually figure that Brian Tannehill only threw 14 times the last game? I think I, the biggest thing would be if they faced the Niners. Yep. Which I don't I like, say. but they do have a legit defense. I don't think, I don't think, I think it'll be a good game between Tennessee and Kansas City, but 
I think the Chiefs offensive, uh, I think they're just too good offensively. Um, and their defense is good, but they don't have the defense that the Niners have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I see the Niners taking it, taking it all this season. That's my guess. Jeff, how do you feel about that since you've been so high on the Niners this year? Okay, I, think of it this way, though. The Niners are <coughs> two games away from being done two games ago. Like, Okay, I, but... I, I'm just saying, like, because... They've the also se- lost what, how many games this, this season? They've only lost three. Three? They lost three, but I'm just saying if the Seahawks would have won, then they would have played a wild card game, and I'm not saying that the Eagles would have beat them. But I'm just <laughs> yes, you are. I'm just saying making it as a wild card is not as prestigious, and then it's like, okay. That doesn't, that doesn't lessen how good they are, though. It's just their, their, their division is, was really good. and the, No, yeah. they weren't. They're div- the, the Seahawks Well, were the Seahawks good. were good. They had an easy schedule. They the, and the, and they the, played the AFC North, which which were gimme games. They had so many like one possession games. Like I'm just saying, I don't I don't think they're that good. And you know what? I don't <laughs> think that the 2000 what was it 2007 or 2011 Giants that beat wouldn't the Patriots almost go undefeated 2007? Uh, I think it was 2007. I think you're right. Yeah. So I don't think that the nine and seven NFC East winning. New York Giants were that good, but they won a Super Bowl. Well, guess what? They were nine and seven. They weren't thirteen and three. Sure, but they beat sixteen and zero. So I'm just. Yeah, saying, yeah, I mean, so who's it's the, like little Giants? It's I'm like, saying who's the better team? One one shot in that one in game, that, in that realm. Who who's the better team? The Giants or the, the Patriots? The Patriots were the better team, and they lost. Yeah. So that just because you like. We all think that the Niners are the better team. Doesn't mean they're they should yeah, be. Yeah, but it's situational when it comes to the Super Bowl. I mean, sure. anything can happen when you get anything to the Super Bowl. Anything can happen in the playoffs. But it's like you're saying the Niners are a bad team. They're like they're, you know, they're the same as a nine and seven team. And I'm saying that's not true at all. I'm saying that if, <coughs> I mean, the cards yes, could either have very easily been switched the other way and they would have been out. I'm sure that's true for a lot of teams that are in the playoffs. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd have to because the Packers and Seahawks both had so many one possession games that it'd be hard. Exactly, you can say this for like almost every team, I'm sure. So who do you each get, or who do you both have going for the Super Bowl? I have Packers Titans. I have have Niners Chiefs. And who wins is a very tough one. (laughs) Hmm. Who do I want to win? I, at that point, I'd probably want the Titans only because I'm a really big fan of like new winners. Mm-hmm. They've never won, so I'd, I'd want that. Although I would not be, I wouldn't. I'd just really kind of going for either team, which is actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Last year, I went to the Thursday night football Seattle Packers game. Um, my wife was out of town, and so we went up there went with my brother. It was one of the funnest games I've ever watched, and it was in person because I didn't care who won. I just every every big play. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think that would kind of be how it would be um, for me. But I've got Packers Titans. Shannon, I've got Niners Chiefs, and I've got the Niners winning it all. Interesting. What about you? I don't know. I'm looking at it, and uh, Titans Chiefs. Like obviously, Chiefs have that dominant offensive unit, but um, their their run defense is not good. And so if the Titans continue their Strategy. I mean, it's. I could easily see 
uh, Titans rolling over. If Derrick Henry is able <coughs> to keep running the way he's been running, that would be amazing. I but I don't think that's going to happen at all. I don't. He I don't, will break. Yeah, yeah, he'll have a you know a few he had thirty runs or attempts last week. I just yeah, don't think. I mean, you, maybe he can go two more. That's all it <laughs> takes. Die. If he does, <laughs> it'll be amazing. If he has three or four games with that, he runs one hundred and fifty yards in all of them. That would be insane for the playoffs mm-hmm. for a running back. That'd be legendary. Um, but I don't see that happening. I see the Chiefs loading the box, um, trying to take away the pass game. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill's two playoff games, both under 90 yards passing, which is not good. No. No, but they're still winning. And yet they're, they're, everyone's praising him over Mar- Mar- Mariota because of the whole um, win streak, I guess. Okay, but... Which I don't know... He's like, been phenomenal ever since he started, though. Yeah, but he's thrown for like 80 yards the last... And if we're like, being honest, we all love Marcus Mariota. But he, I mean, he was trash. <laughs> I don't. I think, given a different system, he would have thrived. But he, he, his like upcoming years. You know what I mean? Like he did not have a good system. He I just swear got battered. He, I swear he became. He digressed. Well, in he did throwing. because they like they, he became his, a worse passer. Yeah, they were his. The, his coaches were so sorry. I love you, Marcus. I just think he's a uh, listener. He's a listener. Yeah, he doesn't listen to us, but he's a listener. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, we don't know that. Um, I guess Tannehill just is like a play action type quarterback. You know, so you run it enough, and then you can just every once in a while bomb it to AJ Brown, and and then you look good. Mm-hmm. That's probably all it takes. Yeah, I'm just upset that I gave Jason him in fantasy, <laughs> and then oh, he started going. I traded no, I, I traded uh, him uh, Tannehill, uh, Tannehill for Col- <laughs> oh, Collins, yeah. the defensive guy. I think we can all agree Tannehill's longevity, like success longevity, is not there. I don't, I don't know. He could be he solid for the next three, four years in this offense. Joe Flacco had a crazy, amazing season in 2012. Brought them to the Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl MVP. Did nothing after that. Tannehill is a lot different than Flacco, though. Tannehill's way more athletic. I'm just saying. Way more like, versatile. But in Shannon's case, he has Brady and Rivers, who um, yeah. is up in the air True. whether or not going to be back next year. I have Kirk Cousins, too, though. Yay, on the Superflex, you have one quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I need to draft. <laughs> I need to draft. Luckily, this... Uh, Does Alex Smith come back? This upcoming rookie draft, there's going to be like 80 quarterbacks it's to, true. to draft. Yeah. So there's a, I feel good. I, I've already done some mocks of the first two rounds. And yeah, oh, yeah? yeah? I have you picking two quarterbacks. Me? Yeah. Taking two? Wow, which ones? Uh, well, the second one's kind of up in the air, depending on just who you're interested Who's in. Who's the first one? Well, um... Who's available? I think uh, I think between I think Weatherall or our new person will take Burroughs at um, four or five. You don't think Jason takes Jason didn't Burrows? take him at one. No. Well, I mean, Did when, he, he, tell you when he was trading for the one from me, he was like, "I want a dominant running back." I don't believe him. <clears throat> so he's going to take Dobbins. Well, right now I've been told that there's you know there's no Saquon Barkley, but they're they're all pretty good. Um, and so there's like a cluster of running backs that can is, all do kind of the same thing. Is ETN done, or does he have another? Yeah, year? he's coming out. <coughs> I would take it's, him. Uh, who is it? Uh, it's the Oklahoma State running back that's not Chubbard. 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 Yeah, he's who's going never back? even heard. He's of Harris. Going back. Harris also from Chubbard had an amazing season for Oklahoma know. State. Never heard of him. 
he put up he was like I'm top only three just diving into like rookies now uh, so um but uh my fifth round pick is gonna be toy anyway so um toy. Toy. <laughs> yeah and then i uh i have if if one of them picks up if same whether i'll pick them up at four or someone else in the one through four picks up burrows then i have um the new person who only has garoppolo and uh rogers uh picking up tua or no, they uh, Watson. Johnson, Watson, Watson. Oh, no, I traded for him below. during like uh, the playoffs, and then it became official after playoffs. Michael has Garoppolo and Watson. No, I traded for Watson. Oh, so you have Watson? Though. Yeah, you got a hold of Michael. Mm-hmm. Oh, the during the during the playoffs, yeah. Wow. This oh, wait, before, who did you trade? The uh, Shell and Rogers. That's right. And so, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. for Watson. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. Um, anyway, so and, and then uh, in any other league, probably not, but a dynasty league that's smart for what youth. Yeah, because oh, to trade. Yeah, awesome. Because if what well, Aaron Rodgers has got <clears throat> five good years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, five's good. Five would but, be great. Yeah. You know actually. what bothers me about Deshaun Watson? I love Deshaun. I love everything about Deshaun Watson, other than I don't. I don't see a, a fiery bone in his body. Like, it kind of upsets me that he doesn't get angry when they're up 28 points and then the Chiefs are coming back and it's like 21, 28, or it's 24, 21 or something and he's like still smiling on the sideline right. like nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. Get angry, man. Yeah. What do you, lead like, lead your team. Don't let that happen to you. Yeah. What is your problem? And you know it's not like... <laughs> The producers at CBS being like not showing it because they show it no, every like, single time they're flipping that camera. It's just acting like there's nothing wrong. There's a there Get is a fire certain, under your belly. There's a certain amount of like, hey, hey, it ain't nothing. We got this. But you have to have a balance. Yeah, yeah. A balance. I actually have you uh, to finish up. Uh, I have you trading me my sixth and eighth pick so you can uh, jump over Stacy, who also needs a quarterback Ooh. to get. Uh, Herbert. Ooh. If he lands on someone good. There's some good QBs, though. I don't know if I Herbert. want Herbert. That's true. But, I mean, obviously you'd have your pick. So That's true. That's what I have. In that scenario, mm. who do I trade you? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> it's only going down two spots. But um, but I've got Cooper Cup. Yeah. yeah for... <laughs> Jeff traded away all of his draft picks in our dynasty league yep. for yeah. Cooper Cup for in the fourth spot. At the time, it seemed I don't like think the it was. Anyway, I, I don't regret it. If like if looking back now, it's like okay, that obviously didn't pan out. Didn't he also score like a forty point game right after that? The second game after. Oh, okay, he scored nine. He still like averaged an amazing like for the season. Still was putting up decent numbers, but I just had a terrible schedule, and I just. I couldn't finish. You lose five straight. I had to win. I had to go like in the last five, six games. I had to win two or something like that, and couldn't do it. I put Jared Goff in that same boat as Deshaun Watson, where it's like, let me see something from you. Get angry. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's so inconsistent. At least Jameis Winston's upset for all thirty of his interceptions. (laughs) (laughs) He gets mad, tries to make the tackle. Gosh, gosh. Let's talk some duck football. Duck football. We have a new offensive coordinator. <laughs> Sorry, I had to cough. Joe offensive coordinator. Coordinator. 
Shane is experiencing some life changes. <coughs> Going through second puberty. <laughs> yeah. It's called a midlife crisis. <laughs> Although I'm only 27. Uh, Tell us a little something about Joe Moorhead, Jeff. What do you know about him? What do I know about him? Do you know anything about Joe Moorhead? I know that Joe Moorhead is a former Penn State offensive coordinator who won Offensive Coordinator of the Year. At Penn State? At Penn State. Nice. I'm like 90% sure. Yeah. Because, yeah, because he, and then was at Mississippi State for two years, and then got fired, replaced by Mike Leach, and I'm just really, it's funny that Washington picked up uh, the offensive coordinator who replaced Joe Moorhead at Penn State, who was Washington State or Washington? Washington. Huh. Yeah, not quite a full circle. No. In the state. Almost there. Because Mike Leach, former Washington State. Took over for Joe Moorhead, so I think it's a. I mean, Joe Moorhead coached Saquon, so that's exciting. And I guess my was he was he good because of Saquon though, or Uh, was he a good coach? Whoever posed that question, it's it's honestly like that kind of question is this to me is like if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? Because kind of like he was good with good talent. Yeah. So he was good with good talent. Oregon's got good talent. And you can have, like, it's the reason why, like, people get drafted in the first round from quote-unquote mid-major football programs. We can see good talent, even if people aren't using it right, or if your team isn't good. It's like, that guy can run through a hole. I don't care that he's playing at, you know, Eastern Illinois, which is a fine program, but it's not a top-tier program. (laughs) Like, it's not. I mean, they got Tony Romo. No offense to Eastern Illinois. <laughs> hey, they got, they got Tony Romo, and Tony Romo got no Super Bowls. So I'm just saying. So I don't think that when someone go says, Eagles. are they, go Eagles. <laughs> uh, when they say, like, hey, is he good because of this player, or was the player good because of them? It's like, it's both and neither. Wow, that's deep. Thank you. Do you think we're still going to be running the pistol offense? We still have uh, Mirabal. And it's what they it's what they know. Sure, it's going to be a blend. Do you think? Do you think Cristobal takes over? Was he? He no. he wasn't his good strength, play calling. His strength is not play calling. Yeah. Uh, well, at least on the offensive side. Yeah. I do not think he takes over play calling. Was Joe Moorhead play caller <clears throat> at Penn State? I would guess so. Especially if you won offensive coordinator of the year. I, I just learned about this Joe Moorhead guy about a few hours ago. So. I probably learned about him either five minutes before or after you. No, <laughs> whenever Rob posted it. But shout out to Rob. I guess we will. Shout, shouts out to Rob. Hey, if He's you're a, a listener. listener. If, if you're listening right now, I just want to tell you, hey, thanks for listening. We have a question. Are you a dad who loves sports? Do you want to be a guest on our show? For $500, you too can be like Jeff Roberts and be a guest. <laughs> By the way, by the way, Jeff, you're, I didn't get your check yet. <laughs> what um, do you mean we never told you? <laughs> what now? Um, Moorhead did call us call his own plays. Okay. Although wow. it was claimed as not a one-man job. Hmm. Well, yeah. Good research skills, Jeff. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Impressive. I'll be the guy behind the screen. Be the producer. Well, they had a, what, Oregon is a priest after the, the way too early... AP, you know, rankings, didn't they have them in the top 10? <clears throat> well, there was, are you talking about the final ranking? The or, final was five. Yeah, they were five in the final ranking. 
Uh, Which in the final <clears throat> ranking to me is so funny. The final ranking is if you ain't first, you last. <laughs> like Clemson. I mean, Oregon like, moved up though. Yeah, number six. Good job, Clemson. You finished number two. Like you didn't win. <laughs> like yeah, but it gives. It gives. It's great for recruiting. I'll give you that. It's great for recruiting. Like we yeah. finished top five in the nation. Well, think about like, like that's great. <laughs> but other than that, like it's seriously just an arbitrary number. And what's cool is winning the Rose Bowl. Think about think about when when Notre Dame was in the national championship a few years back against Alabama and they got blown out by like forty or fifty points or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Like that gave the third place team the opportunity to jump them for second in the final ranking because it was like oh obviously they shouldn't have been there. You're talking about in the BCS era though. Yeah. Not when they were most recently in the playoff. Hmm. Because in the playoff they didn't win. They were they got lost in the semifinal in the I, I don't was, know what year that was. It was, was when like. a it was like two thousand I think it was eleven for the playoff, yeah. It was like two thousand. It doesn't matter. I mean they were being ranked either way. I'm just saying it's it's that's when two or three gets jumped, but like there wasn't I don't think there's a scenario in which Clemson didn't finish the season at number two or like the loser of the playoff. Well, know. I mean, if they would have got blown, blown out, I mean, Ohio State could have potentially jumped them. Sure. And then you, and then what does it mean? It means nothing. It means Ohio State finished second. <laughs> sure. And what good, other than recruiting, what <laughs> tangible value does that bring? I don't know. I'd have to ask people in the industry. If he ain't coming, this coming from a guy who has played fantasy football for years in multiple leagues and has never won a championship been to the been to the ship multiple times <laughs> never sealed the deal if you ain't first you last you don't think that uh, influences the committee's opinions on the following year no because they don't they don't meet until November <clears throat> it means so, nothing the rankings still I there. still think that memory is still there they still remember them as being a top team in the Yeah, pack. it's like, oh, There's Clemson a forgiveness was... there. That... LSU finished the season 15-0, and 0, right? Uh-huh. That's what it is, 15-0. If November, if they're 6-3, and three, they're not going to be in the top 10. No, but if it's a tiebreaker. I mean, and there's lots of uh, so then, teams. So then it's a tiebreaker. Let's say they're at, like, 6-3, and three, okay? Mm-hmm. Then it's tiebreaker at 20, 22, do we give them twenty or twenty two or yeah, you know twenty one? I'm arguing one loss. Then no, bigger. absolutely not. They're not gonna. Why would they factor in last year? It's it's a totally different team. I mean, the a great no, no one Joe exception Burrow. of the rule would be like the 2007 2008 <laughs> Florida Gators men's basketball team, like because literally the starting, starting five came back. Like that is the same team, so they are gonna they should take that into consideration, but. It's a totally different team. They don't have their Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Why did you have to bring that up? That's who Oregon lost to in the Elite Eight. (laughs) I remember. Yeah, why did you have to bring it up? It was very relevant. (laughs) I feel like like that's a fair response to your question. (laughs) That was like, I was so into Oregon basketball at that time. Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks, (sighs) Bryce Taylor, Marty Lunin. All playing at Matt Court. uh, Mm. uh, Malik Hairston. Mm Who else was on that team? Oh my gosh, that was a that was a fun team to yeah. watch. I'm just saying, those postseason rankings and the even like right now, like the AP rankings, actually. To one Porter. 
Why couldn't Thanks. you hit a three until the last two minutes of the game? I'm just like, so even even the AP rankings in mid-October actually mean nothing. They're they're a great indicator, but they mean nothing because the, all the conferences have come together and said that we're going to give the college football playoff committee the power to decide who makes the playoff. Okay. Preseason rankings, though. I did see. I'm stoked that Oregon can say they were top five two recruits. That's it. <laughs> Gosh, Jeff. You're the worst. And the best. Um, How you doing, listeners? <laughs> preseason, I saw Oregon, like, I think nine. Another eight, but yeah. Somewhere around there. Because they're losing Justin. They're losing four out of five linemen, uh, offensive linemen. So, it makes sense. Yeah. I get it. What can you do? Probably still going to be projected to win the Pac-12, though. Yeah, Utah would be my the only other. Utah's losing Huntley. Mm-hmm. They're they're losing Moss. Probably a bunch of defenders as well. So they'll I think be Utah's reloading. the only other Pac-12 team that got the top twenty-five anyway. Yeah, and who's replacing Herbert? Tyler Shuck. Shuck. Yeah. Shaw Shuck. Apparently, it's, it's Shuck. It's like S C H. Isn't it S H? O-U-G-H, like Shaw, kind of. Maybe. But it's pronounced Shuck, apparently. I saw. I met him at Costco one time Sweet. when he like just arrived to Eugene. I was like, are you, you Tyler? I called him Tyler Shaw. I was like, you Tyler Shaw? And he's like, yeah. I was like, welcome to Eugene. So he's Glad Tyler Shaw. At least at Costco. He responds he to it. That's <laughs> at, at Costco he is. I also respond to Jeff Gratrick. I also met Brandon Adams. <laughs> I also met Marcus Mariota. I also met DeAnthony Thomas. Uh, I played basketball against Mario. Yeah, but if you ain't first, you last. You played basketball against Mario. Married? <laughs> I'm tired. It's, it's, it's my bedtime. bedtime. <laughs> Teachers gotta wake up early. Oh, seriously. Um, yeah, I played rec ball against Mariota. He was at the UO rec one time, and uh, <clears throat> he was he was gonna guard me at the beginning of the game, and so I like introduced myself and or I think he introduced himself to me. He was like. Of course I know who you are. But you gotta um, play it cool. Yeah, totally. Oh hey, nice to meet you, Marcus. <laughs> I'm sorry, nice to meet you. What's your name? What, again? What's your name? Mar- 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 Marcus. Mariotta? <laughs> Marcus. For the number two pick, Marcus <laughs> Marioto. Marioto. <laughs> um yeah, so shook his hand, but then like some guy switched off on me and, um but I was I, I was posting him up down low, pump faked him, got him up in the air, went up, scored on him. And he came down and like <gasps> fell on my I don't know if what what happened, but he fell when he what came down. Did you do? I know. I thought <laughs> this... I was gonna be the guy that took out our Heisman hopeful quarterback. Wow. It literally scared the crud out of me. <laughs> it was Yeah. But in, he was good. In another life, if that would have like panned out, this would the last episode of Jackson. <laughs> check this out. I met DeAnthony Thomas. Um, I was all excited to go to the University of Oregon because it was my dream school growing up. And I, I finally transferred there. And my first day, uh, walking back from class, DeAnthony Thomas passes me and we exchange a hello. And I'm like, this is the greatest school alive. <laughs> I'm going to see football players every day. And then you tripped and farted? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did not trip and fart. One or the other. And then Don't I met, tell us which. And then I met Vernon Adams on the top of Spencer's Beat. That's pretty cool. Also introduced myself to him there. Is that the one where everybody hotboxes their cars? 
No, that's Skinner's Butte. Skinner's Butte. Did I say Skinner's Butte? I meant Spencer's Butte. No, you said Spencer's. I was just curious. Oh, okay. No, because one time I went, I was like, oh, I'm going to take my wife. We're going to, you know, enjoy a nice little time, watch the sunset. And it was Everyone's like, just fucking Everyone's just hot. At yeah. Skinner's Butte. Yep. No, uh, Spencer's when, Butte. What year was this? Was it least legal? <laughs> it was like doesn't matter, Eugene. Two years ago. No, um, it no it's at Spencer's Butte. Have you ever been to the top of Spencer's Butte? I think so. That's when you can't drive up. It's not yeah, as fun. You, uh, <laughs> it's going to be quite the drive. Mr. I got a PE award. <laughs> um. You know what? Hey, I forgot to say this one fun, funny thing. Because our PE teacher said this when he gave me the award. He said, because so we had this class called Mass Games. It was a PE elective. And it was literally just all PE games. So you just rotate through. like It was basically a mini like through the semester, a soccer tournament, a basketball tournament, volleyball tournament. And we rotated through, and every team that I was on made it to the championship, or either won or like at least made it to the championship. And he said that, and also said that when he was making teams, he purposefully put people that were unreliable and like w- like didn't want to play like on my team, Be- and like I just like my personality now like it probably doesn't you know surprise. I'm pretty bubbly, so like I pump people up, and so like buble, and so like he was just saying. So I put people on this team that he should have failed, and he didn't. So while it might take me four hours to get to the top of Spencer's Butte, it's not gonna take you four. Hours. You're gonna have a blast getting up there, man. <laughs> so. But uh, people aren't hotboxing at Spencer's Butte. They not just, in their cars at the top. Not in, the, <laughs> not in their cars, but they're definitely smoking weed at the top. Yeah. That is for sure. Spencer's Butte is a hill, for all you outside of Eugene listeners, um, in which you hike. I guess it would consider it more of a butte than a hill. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a hill. Spencer's Butte. It overlooks Eugene. It's beautiful. It's definitely not a hill. It's a climb. Well, it's definitely not a mountain. It's not a mountain. It's not a hill. What would you consider it? It's a butte. Spencer's butte. Hmm. It's what it's called. <laughs> I get it, but you're not saying like it's like it's a, a small. Hill. It's like a small. <laughs> just call it a tiny, a tiny pancake. Uh, a butte is an isolated hill with steep, often vertical sides. Shut your face. It's a hill. Jeff Roberts, returning guest every week now. <laughs> it's like uh, whatever. Okay, one more quick thing. Did you guys see? Okay, the number nine, Louisiana. So Joe Burrow's oh, yeah. number nine. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Bobby, Bobby Boucher. Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? Like legendary number nine quarterbacks yeah, yeah. from Louisiana? Just legendary Louisiana quarterbacks. <laughs> that's, it, that's it. Bobby Boucher. So good. But yeah. ba- ba- ma- ba- ma- 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 <laughs> All right, where are we at? What's next? Uh, we already did our NFL picks. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about Luke? baseball? Oh. oh, Luke Keekley decided yeah, to yeah. retire at 28. Eight. He would be 29 on April 20th, 420. <clears throat> did, did anyone read why? I mean, is he at the end of his contract or is it Everyone stuff? that was that I was reading that was like tweeting about it or like response, it really they they were showing support. I don't know. I didn't listen to his like if he posted something on Instagram or how he you announced didn't it. The, you didn't watch the video I sent the group? Huh. Was that it? Mm. Oh. Did he say? What did he say? I didn't watch all of it. Oh. <laughs> Did you watch some of it? I watched enough of it. I, but I it was heard a lot like, of like JJ was enjoying like... his time and in eight years. And I'm assuming it's you know it's probably has to do with something with the coach change and like he was probably done. 
He's like, and also a good time being to be smart with the fact that like football is a very physically taxing game. Oh my gosh! And that he's a linebacker, and there's you know just not risking head injury and just realizing that like hey, he's got the money already. I so. want a life after thirty. Yeah, and that doesn't involve a double you know knee replacement at thirty five and you know four sh- shoulder surgeries or I don't know whatever it is. So. Yeah. Who was a linebacker from the 49ers that did the same thing? Um, I can't think of his name, but he was young in his prime. Oh, this was like two years ago. No, no, years no, no, ago. no, This was like probably four to six years ago. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember his name, though. Gosh. He did all the Old Spice commercials. I can't. <laughs> Terry Crews. <laughs> Not Terry. Well, it looks like Terry. I mean, they're both super built dudes. Yeah. Um, can't think of his name, though. You looking it up, Jeff? I'll do my best. All right. What do you find it? Not Chris Borland. Not Chris Borland. No. Anyway. Yeah. So I mean, hey, take care of yourselves. You know, hey, it's like it's like what Marshawn Lynch said after. Did you guys see that press conference? I didn't. I wanted to watch it, oh, but it's so good. Yeah, I saw like take stuff. care of your body. Yeah, take so, care of your body. Take care of your chicken. Like take. He's basically he's chicken. Being, I think Marshawn Lynch during his playing career was known for being really smart with his money. And that he wasn't, you know, like Didn't he being not flashy. spend any there of was his something like about how he had team th- money? He yeah. was like he endorsement did like a Gronk, money. right? Yeah. He, I was gonna say Gronk did that same thing. I wonder if that's the same manager. I don't know. <laughs> but he's saying, look, you guys, he's like thirty Marshall Lynch is like thirty three, and he's saying, Look, all you young kids, like be smart. Like you don't need ten Ferraris and all this stuff. I mean that's not you know direct quote, but he's just saying like be smart. And Marshawn Lynch, man who's known for not speaking, his Boss, probably final ever NFL press conference, and he's saying, "Hey, young kids, be smart with your money." Slow okay, down. so Marshawn, what I loved about this is that someone at finally asked him a question that he can answer. It's not about football. It's like he he likes to give like quality advice to people. He likes to talk mm-hmm. about his organizations that that he helps out with. He just like, really doesn't care about the Bengals run scheme. No, he does not. <laughs> He doesn't care about, you know, feelings in football. Mm -hmm. Like, if you ask him sincere questions, like, Marshawn, what do you want to say to the young players, like, you know, that are coming up in this league? That type of thing. I just haven't understood why reporters don't ask him meaningful questions to him because that's obviously the only way to get him to start talking. Ask Ask him about his organization. If you ask him about his organization, then... He's not just going to say next question. Like, why didn't yeah. they do that during that whole thing? Ask him something meaningful. I, I bet there's got to be a be little silent. bit of a fear for the reporters because if they're going to get rejected, at least let them get rejected. You know, they've got to pass it along sometime. Well, I asked him about, you know, the run scheme for their next opponent. Like, okay, everything's, you know, par for the course. So nobody wants to step out of line because he's not going to, you know, answer. Well, doesn't it also uh, matter, like, what type of. Um angle you're taking on your story and it's Absolutely. like your bosses are like oh yeah. i have to this type of article to write or whatever but yeah. you know he's not going to answer so yeah but then you don't have your bosses yelling at you be like why are you asking him about his organization i wanted run schemes and yes that's true i wonder it. who but asked the, the question no he's not going to answer anything kind of want to figure that out i don't know i'm pretty sure it was a, <clears throat> a woman who asked i don't know where she was from but oh you know what okay <coughs> We gotta talk a little bit of WNBA. You oh saw yeah, their new the, the pay, yeah. yeah, 
collective bargaining agreement, like a 30% salary increase, guaranteed full salary for maternity leave, off-season jobs. Uh, I love that. Uh, guaranteed housing for, for like families. If you, for if you have families. If you have kids, that was so cool. you're guaranteed at least a two-bedroom apartment like during the season. All um, players get their own hotel room, own hotel which room. wasn't a thing. Yeah. Uh, the mid, like the salary cap percentage like was like 40% increase or something. I think yeah, it was like 30, I think maybe high 30 something. Um so kudos. I mean yeah. that's awesome because I mean that was it's it's hard when you've got these these women that are in playing, you know, high level professional their basketball whole life to get to this and to be the, the best season, in the world. They've got to take a second job because yeah. they can't focus on the their actual job. Driving Uber. Yeah. So, awesome shout out to which I want to start driving Uber. <laughs> I do. I would love to drive Lyft or Uber. It's a side gig. I want to start. It's it. an easy, easy way to make. The only thing bucks. is that you have to pay for your own gas. I think, yeah. and you have to put miles on your car, which sucks. Did I'd rather you, like drive taxis. Why did you not think that taxis you have to lease? So, well, yeah. I wouldn't be. I'd work for a company. I wouldn't. No, but then you're not using your own time. Whatever. <laughs> How did you not think you had to pay for your own gas? Anyway, I don't know. I, I did think about it. <laughs> I said it, it frustrates me. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should do a mobile podcast. From a lift? From a lift. Or Our Uber. guests, we would probably get like a two-star rating. We'd Lyft, probably get kicked off. Lyft, Uber, if you want to sponsor us, we're, <laughs> we're, you know, willing to listen. Yeah, we're also willing to do kind of like a, a cash cab Oh, yeah. Thing. Sports. Sports. Sports podcast. cab. Sports cab. Dads who love cabs and sports. Dads, <laughs> sports who have dad cabs. <laughs> dad cabs. Dad cabs. Dad cabs actually is a pretty cool name for this. It has nothing to do with sports, though. Who cares? It has to incorporate sports. Uber, Lyft, if you want to buy our podcast, we will work for you and we will change the format. For like a thousand bucks. I was going to say like 50,000. 50,000 bucks. Get this is like the LA Lakers get, versus man. New York Knicks thing. Yeah, like, at least get partly out of student debt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of sentiment that comes with the podcast oh, that we'd be losing. Yeah. So, anyways, WNBA, WNBA, good job, good for you, good job. Uh, Major League Baseball, bad for you. Well, good, good job, <laughs> bad on you. Good job with the harsh punishment, but this week it wasn't the... a harsh punishment. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. They suspended the GM and coach for a year, fined them $5 million, and took away their first and second round draft picks for the next two years. I don't know much about baseball, but I've been hearing it wasn't a harsh punishment. Uh, what do you, you mean they should have... They got fired. So the Astros owners then fired them after they got suspended for a year because they like they don't want any part, part of it. <coughs> so Maybe, they pretty much took away their draft picks. I mean... Anyone can get, get a new manager and owner. Owner, That's not a big deal. It's so they pretty a, much took away the draft picks. And is that enough? Okay, imagine and, if, and imagine if the NFL dollars, fired Bill Belichick. Money is really not that big of a deal. Uh, so they pretty much took, uh, took away their draft picks. Which is a huge to a, deal. To a team that just made it to the championship. No. Oh, well, yeah. The World Series. Sorry. The World Series. I thought you were talking about the year. That, sorry, yeah. Well, they did win. So they're still a very good team. Without yeah. the first or second draft pick. True. So they this next year could still what, be a really good team. What would you have thought a harsh punishment would have been? I don't been? know, like something that's 50% of the death penalty. <laughs> Whatever that Ow. would be. 
You gotta just give him the like, SMU treatment. The, the precedent is like. Was it SMU that got the death penalty at one point in college football? I know TCU did. I think it was SMU. TCU did too. They got like their whole football program like shut down for like years. Okay, what Southern Methodist, Texas Christian? What is up with the Christian schools being know. awful? I don't know. But so, and then the Red Sox and uh, Alex Cora, quote unquote, mutually agreed to part ways because he was the bench coach during the 2017 World Series, in which the whole thing of this scandal is sign sealing. So they had a, a camera out in center field that was recording the signs, and then a uh, Astros staff member would be in their um, in their tunnel, basically hitting a trash can to signal to like the dugout what pitch was coming. So, you know, something along the lines of four hits on the rim is a fastball inside. And, I mean, if you know, like, I mean, hitting a – you say what you will about baseball, whether people like it or love it or, you know, think it's too boring or whatever. But one of the hardest things to do hey, in all the above. <laughs> okay, fine. But one of the hardest yeah. things to do in professional sports is hit a baseball. Because if you can go up to the bat, like go up to bat and hit the ball three out of ten times, thirty percent of the time, <clears throat> Hall of Famer. You know what's harder than that? What? Ooh. Hitting a thirty-seven footer on Paul George. No. <laughs> it's really yes, not. it is. It's really not. You're getting off topic here. So, Sorry. but if so, if these batters can know what pitch is coming, it increases that like likelihood of them getting hit tenfold. So. It's a huge deal, and I think that it was a very harsh punishment. I think that any harsher would have been vacating wins, and that's just a dangerous precedent to get to, um, because you're well, saying they did something very dangerous. They did, but like in other professional sports, so like Spygate, Deflategate, Bountygate, like taking away wins at a professional level is dangerous. It sets a precedent that they don't like, and so taking away your future with with draft picks, sure, five million dollars is you know, I guess. Chump change. change. Um, it's still $5 million. And so some of these owners, I mean, I know Houston's a you know big market, Red Sox. But like if they took $5 million from, I don't know, Tampa Bay Rays, that's like 5% of their payroll. Everything should be taken from the Tampa Bay Rays, though. And, and move to Portland. They should just go to Portland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know, Speaking of fines, you know what the NBA should do with, should do with all their fines? They should give all, give all their fine money to the WNBA. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Or the G League. No, or the G League. WNBA. WNBA. We got you, ladies. Go, ladies. <laughs> Lady basketball. All right. Best things we saw this week? Okay, we missed two of them last week, but one of them was completed this week, so it's perfect. Uh, players who have played professional ball... Um, in four decades, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and now the 2020s. Serena Williams has won a title now in four decades. Vince Carter has played in the NBA for those four, in those four decades. And Zlatan Ibrahimovic has played professional soccer in those four decades. Ibrahimovic. Which is crazy. <laughs> Such Swedish a cool name. soccer superstar. He's Swedish? Mm-hmm. Man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I want to be so Swedish. I think that's cool. Also, shout Actually, out to Serena. It's her uh, first uh, title since having a baby. Good for Serena. Yeah. Uh, then Best have... siblings in sports. 
Best siblings in sports. Did you listen to that podcast? Serena yeah, and Venus. Nice. I'm a, I listen to all of them, man. Jeff, oh my gosh. Shout out to Jeff Roberts. He's a listener. Yeah. <laughs> Love that guy. That's a good title. <laughs> I just I just want to say right now that I said the Long family was the best sports family in history, and that's just a bad take Yeah. on my part. <laughs> it's almost like me saying the 49ers won't make the playoffs. I, I just, or worse. You know what? <laughs> I just didn't have my research down, and I went with the Long family. There you go. Yeah. It was a bad take. I'm sorry. I apologize to all the listeners. Terry right. Stotts. Terry Stotts, your listener. Um, Mr. McCarthy, my math teacher. <laughs> Wait, what did... Okay, we didn't give you any heads up. Best thing you saw this last week. Ooh. In sports? Have, yeah, do you have anything? Sports or anything. Um, Doesn't have to be... I mean, like, maybe you saw an eagle saving a puppy from a ravenous <laughs> raccoon. I don't know. Hmm, yeah. I, I this, this week I saw my... Uh, daughter owning her world as she held this microphone up to her mouth and was singing frozen on a karaoke machine oh Dope. my gosh we have the same daughter i swear i mean where at it's at home for a christmas present Sweet. i got her a karaoke machine. that is an amazing story for dads dads who love sports that's great you know i think we should move our best things we saw this week to the beginning to after the week after the week recap Mm, it's always good to start off with like positive vibes rather than Antonio Gates retired (laughs) exactly (laughs) that is our next point Antonio Gates legendary tight end best thing we saw this week touchdowns by a tight end in NFL history yeah it was like 116 or something Something like that yeah yeah Um, what a career amazing tight end I think a lot of people didn't even realize he was still in the league this year he did he wasn't he was like a third string on the Chargers. Or f- I don't think he was actually signed. <laughs> he was a free agent? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, he's officially retired. Mm-hmm. And uh, kudos to you, Antonio Gates. What yeah. a career. Yeah. Well, uh, Jeff, thank you for coming on and being a guest, our very first guest. Thank you for having me. For it's all you uh, people out there listening, don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcasts, Anchor, Overcast, all of them. Um, Wherever you listen to podcasts, we're probably on there. And if you've ever been on the online, we're also on Instagram. <laughs> Best. Have you seen the YouTubes? Have you seen both of the YouTubes? <laughs> uh, we and, will eventually be up on YouTube yeah. with videos. That's a goal of ours. You know, it wouldn't be a terrible idea just to streamcast this from my living room. Dining room, I guess. Is it a dining room? Dining room. No, we need a better background. We need like we need like ducks and blazers stuff in the background. Or we just get like a cheap like old like JC Penny photo booth background. <laughs> <laughs> just get a sheet and like paint it. Oh, just yeah. cover up all those. We'll figure frames. it out. We'll figure it out. We have to play into our our ducks and blazers. Fandom though, yeah, yeah. People will people will follow us if they're like, oh ducks and these are the ducks and blazer guys. Yeah, there's a lot of those types of fans. So yeah, we don't want to disenfranchise Beaver fans, even though like go yeah, dogs. we do. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't think we want to disenfranchise them. We don't want to franchise them, <laughs> but we definitely don't want to disenfranchise them. We, Is that right? Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere. What's the middle of franchise and disen, disenfranchise? We report on them. Hey, if they're not playing if they the do, Ducks, if, if, they ever, the Ducks, <laughs> if they ever do anything notable. Oregon State women's basketball? That's true. It. That's true. Pass the Ducks. Yeah. Ducks Ooh. are... No, that's not true because no. they lost. Oregon yeah. State also lost. So Oregon is still 
I had uh, Oregon six, I think now. And Oregon State's eight. Oregon I State is yeah eight yeah. or something. Well, you guys have a. I'm just curious. Do you have an email or something in case people wanted to? You know, we do have an email. Dads who love sports at gmail.com. Do you seriously do you do that? We have a Gmail. Dude, that's dope. So like if they we actually uh, have if a we website. send you some sort questions. of like topics or questions. Send us topics, send stories us questions. about being a dad or something Ooh. like that. The easiest thing would, would be to direct message us on Instagram. We're checking Instagram quite a bit. All the time. Our Instagram's fire. Fireball. Like the whiskey. Fireball. You know that song? No. Nope. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> All right, well, this is the longest podcast to date. So for Shannon Hartley and guest Jeff Roberts, I'm Jeff Greytrick, and this <laughs> is Dads Who Love Sports. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>